0: This is Digitech Futures, a Bournemouth University podcast series. We'll be exploring the latest digital developments and speaking to leading researchers about the technology that could change our world and revolutionise the way we live and learn. In today's episode, we'll explore how wearable technology could be used to manage and improve mental health. Wearable technology has long been used to support physical health, with fitness bands and watches among the popular products able to monitor everything from the steps you take to the calories you burn. But could this technology also allow people to be more aware of their mental health and help manage symptoms of stress and anxiety? Dr Roya Haritian thinks so. She's a lecturer in electronics at Bournemouth University and has been exploring how wearable technology could detect emotions and provide biofeedback to improve mental health. I spoke to Roya to find out more.
1: Well, my research is about assistive technologies which are able to detect experienced stress and recognise users' emotions in real time while providing biofeedback to the user. It will cause to bring awareness about unhealthy condition, therefore enhancing the user's
0: mental health. And so how would that work? How could wearable tech be used to support that sort of activity?
1: Such kind of uh, wearable assistive technology is uh, enabling us to monitor the physiological signal changes and it will give us kind of uh, biofeedback to bring awareness for us about unhealthy condition. You know when we are talking about uh, mental health, we are talking about a state of well-being and the ability to cope with life stressors and mental health influence how we think and how we feel. So a person with good mental health will feel in control of their emotions. On the other side, the condition of mental illness affects how the person think or behave or how they feel, and it will disrupt uh, the person's ability to work. And uh, it can include range of expressions of depression, anxiety, panic, and uh, in such conditions, the the person, they have feeling of sadness, anxiety, anger, and will cause decreased productivity. So this assistive technology will help the user to be aware of the uh, everyday life stressors and uh, give them biofeedback to avoid such situation or to develop a proper
0: coping mechanism. And so what sort of biofeedback could wearable tech give people? What sort of sensors and signals would, would they pick up?
1: this uh, biofeedback could be in sense of in terms of haptic biofeedback in terms of when the user is under experience of heavy stressors the system will be able to provide a kind of vibration or haptic feedback to bring awareness or also it can uh, bring a kind of uh, flashing light to the user depending on the level of the stress that they are Uh, experiencing. One of the ways uh, of managing stress is breathing uh, exercise. And uh, this breathing exercise can be organized through the uh, flashing of the light in different frequencies to make the person feel calm by managing the way that they are breathing.
0: So it would provide a very visual um, guide for people to kind of, both in terms of recognizing when they are stressed, but also for helping kind of get through that and, and use techniques to, to make them feel better? Yes, exactly.
1: It brings awareness so the device is able to recognize whether you are experiencing uh, a highly stressed events In the state of stress, we may not be able to think clearly about what we should do and whom refer. Awareness of the mental health issues will enable us to adopt different style of coping and thinking. So uh, it can signpost us about the situation that we are uh, experiencing, uh, if there is any abnormality in the pattern of the emotions that we are feeling and the level of stress that we are experiencing, as well as it can help us to develop coping mechanism uh, such as uh, breathing management techniques by Uh, emitting and flashing lights depending on the current uh, level of the stress and changing this uh, frequency of blinking to help us to be able to manage our breathing frequency to become calm.
0: And what sort of things would the wearable tech pick up on then? Is it heartbeat? Is it sweat? Is it what sort of signals would they get from people in terms of knowing when they're stressed?
1: In general, the technology which is used uh, for recognition of the user's emotions and the level of the experience stress uh, can be uh, through different modalities. For example, uh, emotion can be uh, recognized through facial expressions or through eye movement, changes in the posture and gesture or the way that we are speaking but the one that I'm mainly focusing is on physiological signal. For example, our heart rate and heart rate variability are influenced when we are experiencing stress or the brain activity or skin conductance, muscle activity and respiratory response will be changed. The signals that I'm mainly trying to work on and I'm working with are uh, GSR, galvanic skin response which is about the conductivity of the skin and the other one is pulse rate variability which is an indicator of the uh, blood uh,
0: pressure and heart activity. So what is the GSR? Sorry, How do you measure that and and what does it show physically in people? Galvanic skin response
1: uh, is measuring the conductivity of the skin. When we are stressed uh, we are sweating more. Therefore the conductivity of the our skin will be changed. This is the way that uh, the more that we are stressed the more the more would be the conductivity of our Skin. You need to consider that we have a normal pattern of sweating, and also you need to consider sensor fusion. I mean, other type of physiological signals also should be embedded and collected in this uh, algorithm to uh, avoid any misinterpretation of the results. Because commonly we may sweat, and it is not, it cannot be because of uh, the stress.
0: And so. How far away are we from having this sort of technology? Could the wearable tech that's out there at the moment have some of this inbuilt into it or is it still a long way off actually being able to buy and use this sort of technology?
1: Such kind of technologies, I mean in, ser- in terms of embedded uh, physiological signal collect- collecting devices are uh, mm, to some kind they are exist in the market uh, but they are very expensive and these devices are for general purpose use and they are not designed for a specific purpose. The one that I'm uh, working on is mainly focusing on uh, emotion recognition, uh, detecting the level of the stress that the user is experiencing. The algorithm which is used, I mean the artificial algorithm and the machine learning techniques there, which can map the physiological uh, signal changes into the emotion space in order to recognize what is the... Experienced emotion in real time is playing the important part of this whole product
0: development. And so what do you think the benefits will be for people when, when if and when this product is available for them?
1: It brings awareness. Awareness uh, and monitoring of experienced uh, stress as well as the experienced emotions will assist individuals to enhance mental health therefore overall health. Also, if machines would be able to understand users' emotions, it enables them to empathize with the human, which will help users to ease physiological stress. And the human-machine interaction would be more natural, and it, it will enhance uh, the overall human-machine interaction uh, and in a more conscious environment, and it has several applications from healthcare, entertainment industry, and other fields. And what sort of stage is your research at currently, and what's next for you then? Uh, currently, I have do, uh, I have done some preliminary experiences. I have collected some data, and uh, I have uh, analyzed the data by development of advanced artificial intelligence and much machine learning techniques to find out what is the experience emotion and what, uh, how we can map the physiological signal to the space of emotion. I have published a couple of papers and uh, a proof-of-concept prototype is fairly ready and the next stage for me is uh, finding the business partner or uh, funding bodies uh, which who will be able to invest on this research. So Uh, It enables us to develop it further and reach to the point where this device could be available in the market.
0: It's really interesting because at the moment a lot of people obviously have Fitbits and devices that are used to measure their physical health, but has anyone really thought about the mental health angle and and how it could be used to benefit that as well? There have been such
1: kind of devices uh, in terms of collecting physiological signals in the market, but uh, I haven't seen studies which uh, shows that uh, they are able to help us for mental health improvement, which brings awareness as well as uh, helping us to
0: manage our stress. I suppose with mental health, it's it's often more difficult to recognize and know how to deal with it when you're in a situation that is stressful. So this this would be really helpful in, in helping people manage that. This is why uh, my
1: focus is more on uh, mental health to bring awareness Also, it uh, helps us to manage our uh, stresses because we cannot uh, always prevent uh, stress in our life. But there are lots of things that we can do to manage our uh, stress. And this device, by providing biofeedback, would be able to help us in uh, managing our uh, stress through the breathing exercise and the biofeedback that I mentioned, which uh, will uh, emit uh, light uh, with a specific frequency and it will help us to control our breathing
0: rate. Visit bournemouth.ac.uk forward slash digitech futures to find out more about BU's work and research into assistive technology. Keep listening to our podcast series to learn about the digital and technological advances taking place here at Bournemouth University.